Welcome to the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. Today's episode will be one of our weekly devotionals. These devotionals are typically shot live uh, via Facebook and have been condensed down into an audio version for this podcast. We hope you enjoy the practical biblical teaching you will hear and that you will learn how to better apply God's truth to your life. Good morning. Hey, there's something a little bit different about today's devotional. Uh, what, what, oh, what could that be? Hi everyone, I'm super happy to be here with Ben and to sit in on this devotion with you guys. Yes, today we have my beautiful, incredible, wonderful, stupendous, <laughs> <laughs> amazing wife, Rachel, with us today. Uh, so, so just FYI, I have a much better looking co-host than, uh, than typical. Oh that's probably the, uh, that's probably what's different here today. So, uh, pastor wasn't able to be here with us this morning. And so literally at the last minute, Rachel volunteered to, to join us. So thank you, my love. So good to have you here with us today on the live stream. I'm happy to be here with you guys. I want you guys to know we are allowing our children to, <laughs> to be in the living room. I do not think you should the, tell The downstairs this. living room, totally unsupervised. We have all of the uh, exits for the living room blocked off so that hopefully, so there's a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old in there right now. Uh, we got them stocked up on veggie straws, water, and we are trusting, we are trusting Sesame Street to hold them off for the next 15 but they, minutes. But they're right there and we can hear everything. <laughs> we, so can, we can no hear worries. everything. No so. worries. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, hey, we're so glad to have you guys here with us today for the live stream. I hope everything is running okay. We've been having some glitching issues, uh, but hopefully they are resolved. So, um my love, so wonderful to have you here with us today. I'm excited. Yes, she is. She is means more to me than anything you could possibly imagine. You're so, sweet. Mwah. sorry, sorry for that. Um, <clears throat> today, uh, of course, Pastor uh, let me know uh, last night that he was uh, uh, not going to be able to be with us this morning, and that we would take the live stream. So I was half debating not to do it. Uh, until she, because I hate doing stuff by myself. I just hate like getting in front of the camera by myself or whatever. So when, when Rachel agreed to join us, I was like, okay, I'll definitely do it then. And uh, so I was trying to think about what to teach on and uh, maybe a devotional to bring to you guys. And uh, you know what passage I ended up landing on? Proverbs chapter 31. Mm -hmm. Do you know what Proverbs chapter 31 is, Rachel? Yes, that's a good one. That's on the virtuous woman. The Proverbs chapter 31 is on the virtuous woman. And actually last year in chapel, um, actually in chapel, uh, uh, Fellowship Baptist Academy, uh, I do chapel there every Wednesday morning. We've been working our way through this chapter ever since school started, which was back in uh, September. We worked our way through it all the way until we ended up uh, you know, the kids ended up going home, working through Proverbs chapter 31. And having just come through Mother's Day, I thought, what an appropriate passage to uh, to touch on. Mm -hmm. By the way, I know you guys can't hear it, but uh, some of our kids are yelling for mama. <laughs> <laughs> Everly, Everly's out there, mama! 
This might be a very short devotional. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, uh, let's get into this and uh, just, just get a word from the Lord today. And uh, hopefully it will be a blessing and encouragement to you. And then at the end of the live stream, I'll give you guys a couple of announcements of uh, things that we have coming up. And, uh, but Rachel, why don't you go ahead and open us up in a word of prayer. Dear Lord, I just humbly come before you, Lord. I just thank you for today, Lord. And I thank you that we can have this um, time together, Lord, with this mm -hmm. devotion, Lord. I just pray that it would be a blessing to everyone that's watching, Lord, in your precious holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, here we have in Proverbs chapter 31, um, after studying through this with the teenagers over the past, uh, really, six months, um, uh, unpacking each one of the, every, ch every chapel that we would get together, we would unpack a different verse. And really studying through this passage on the virtuous woman, um, just really, I just really enjoyed it. And I gleaned so much from it. And hopefully the kids gleaned a lot from it too. But there's a lot here. There's a lot here in this chapter, you know. Um, actually, I hear, uh, last time I heard this chapter preached by a preacher, he preached the entire chapter in one message. And I was like, dude, I have no idea how you just did that. Because I've been studying through it for six months. So um, let's just look here. These aren't going to be long. We're just going to read a verse and look at some application. All right. So it says here in Proverbs chapter 31, verse 1, the words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. So uh, imagine, if you will, uh, a president, a king of a country. And, and think about this. Think about how many people want to influence that leader. Right? Like, what type of people do you think would want influence in the life of a president or, or a king that would try to influence them? What type of people do you think? I would say godly people. Yeah, that'd be great. That's who, hopefully who they should have surrounding themselves with is with godly people. But you know that as you're in an area of leadership, especially where you hold a lot of power, uh, everybody wants to influence you according to to their ways. So you know that's why even you know you know what lobbyists are those that want to lobby uh, those lawmakers to to try to get them to make laws for their side. So so just imagine that as King Lemuel there, and how many people want a piece of him, right? How many people are trying to influence him? Also think about this. Think about how many people once you become a king, and, and how many people have influenced him throughout his life teachers. Um, clearly this man was a godly man, you know, uh, getting from this passage, King Lemuel and, and what his mother taught to him. So, um, and so I would also think that um, he had a lot of uh, godly teachers throughout his life. Uh, in our context, we would say maybe pastors and Sunday school teachers. I'm sure is different back then in that context, but that's what we would say today. Good godly friends. Um, he had uh, school teachers, Right, being the king, and, and you know, kings are highly educated. They have to be on on economics, you know, just a, a variety of different things: economics, political, science. I mean, they just got to know a lot about a lot. And uh, they also, obviously, you can't know everything about everything, so they surround themselves with good people. So then you have to have educators to teach you good leadership principles and those type of things. So think about how many people influence and have an impact on the life of a leader and a, and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a high leader at that, right? You don't get much higher than the president of the United States. You don't get much higher than in a kingdom than the position of a king. 
So how many people want to influence him and how many people have influenced him throughout his life? So, so I want you to think about that. Um, and then, and then uh, uh, you know, let's just think about this. Think about our own presidents throughout our, our country's history. Here are some quotes from, from some of our presidents on the impact that their mothers had mm-hmm. on their lives. First off, here, here, here's the first one. Um, all I am, I owe to my other. I attribute all my success in life to the moral, intellectual, and physical education I received from her. And that quote comes from American president, arguably one of our greatest presidents, George Washington. George Washington. I am, uh, all I am, I owe to my mother and I attribute my success in life to the moral and intellectual and physical education I received from her. I love that because it entails so much, right? It's not, it's not just... I mean, physical education, mental, spiritual, all that intellectual, moral. I mean, he just kind of wraps it all up. It's just there's so many facets to being a mother and to training and influencing your child. Uh, Here's another one. Uh, All that I am or ever hope to be, I owe to my angel mother, Abraham Lincoln. Um, Let me see here. Here's another one. The moral, uh, excuse me, the memory of my mother and her teachings were, after all, the only capital I had to start life with. And on that capital, I have made my way, President Andrew Jackson. And here, here, here's the last one here. Uh, um, all, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, in speaking, somebody speaking to uh, Prime Minister Winston Churchill, he said, you have omitted mention of the greatest of my teachers, my mother, sir. <laughs> I love that. You have omitted the mention of the greatest of my teachers, my mother. And so I think even with some of those guys right there, four incredible leaders throughout history, uh, you can add King Lemuel right in there with the influence that his mother uh, left upon him. Let me ask you this. Has your mother left? How much influence has your mother had on your life? Rachel. Oh my goodness, so much, so much. Um, I think one big thing that sticks out to me is, you know, she didn't only invest in us every day, you know, showing us love, um, teaching us our education, but she also um, taught us to love other people. Mm. Um, And that left in, in, you know, still to this day, I think about how many times... um, she would have people over um, and it would always be someone that was in need. Someone that, you know, didn't have a lot of family um, and she would bring them over and um, just show love to them, you know, by um, having them over for dinner. And um, that still sticks out to me this day. And it, it taught me, you know, to love other people and really invest in other people. Mm. Do you, uh, the older that you get, do you see more the influence that your mother had on you? Definitely. How so? Um, In so many ways. Um, Every day she would um, instill in us to um, have a walk with the Lord. Mm. And, you know, she would ask us, you know, did you have your devotions? Did you have your devotions? Um, And, you know, growing up, sometimes I'd be like, yes, mom, I had my devotions. Yes, mom, I have my devotions. But that everyday reminder, and even on the days I didn't want to, I would, you know, maybe just do it for her. It taught me to have Mm. that habit. And it taught me to have that time with the Lord. And, you know, I'm so thankful for that, you know, and maybe not at the time I didn't realize it, but it really taught me 
um, to make that a priority in my life. Amen. I think obviously the older that you get, the more you appreciate the influence of your parents upon you, especially yeah. those of us that have good godly parents like we have. Yeah. You don't always appreciate it when you're growing up. Nope. <laughs> it's so true. So true. Uh, you don't always appreciate it when you're growing up, but I tell you what, as time goes on, you definitely learn to appreciate that a little bit more. Hey, let's just uh, notice a couple other things about this passage before we wrap this up. Um, and these are just some observations. Notice that in the book of Proverbs, especially in, in the beginning of the books and, and all of that, um, it's a father speaking to his son. You know, so, so you look at, especially in the beginning, it's a father teaching his son. And we're not going to dive into that because right now we're talking about Proverbs chapter 31. But here, so, so you have that in the beginning, all that in the beginning, the father mentoring, teaching his son. And here in Proverbs chapter 31, you have what? A mother yeah. mentoring and teaching and investing in her son. And, and here's what I think is so amazing and so cool. So here you have what's called the wisdom booklet, uh, the book of Proverbs. Incredible, incredible book of the Bible, uh, 31 chapters, great opportunity, a lot of people, uh, we'll take and read a chapter a day. It's just an incredible way to do it. Uh, but just full, absolutely jam-packed, full of wisdom. Yep. And you have a father in the beginning and a mother at the end. Mm. And I think that the application is just so appropriate that the greatest wisdom and the best education and the way God designed it to be was that kids, families, all of those are most highly influenced and their, their primary teachers should be their parents. Yeah. And we should never delegate that to uh, teachers at school. We should never delegate that to uh, churches. You know, I will tell you, uh, uh, sometimes, I, I, especially, uh, and these people don't even go to our church anymore, uh, but I remember that this, this parents would always come to me and they would say, hey, you need to tell your teens, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And the teens they were talking about were their children. And, and I'm just like, why don't you tell, why are you expecting me literally they were like putting that pressure and then if their kids didn't do such and such a thing it was like they were blaming me for it and I'm just like you know at the time I was young so I felt like a lot of pressure on that but now that I'm older I'm like man you're crazy man raise your own kids are you kidding me I have them for such a short time every week and you're telling me to raise your kids like you tell them that you're that afraid of your children you can't even tell them that uh, but the primary it's not the pastor's primary job to raise your kids it's not your school teachers. Uh, it's not the principal. It's not grandparents' job to raise our families. It's our job. Yep. And we are the primary teachers. We are the primary people who invest. And I'm telling you, this is so important, especially when it comes to families. <clears throat> There's a lot more that is caught than taught. So it's not just what you say to your kids. It's also how you live your life. Yep. And it's, it's your example. And it's the, the way that what they see you do. I'm telling you, and Rachel just said this, and I'll attest to this, uh, but she's faithful at having her devotions. Um, every morning she can. <laughs> okay, in all honesty, there's mornings where she physically cannot have her devotions, whether uh, somebody uh, is puking all over the floor or all of a sudden, you know, we find out that one of the kids have escaped out the door and they're, you know, you know what I'm talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> it, it doesn't, that, that hasn't happened, maybe. Um, and so, you know, there's some words you can't. But I'm telling you, my wife faithfully has her devotions and that is going to speak volumes to our kids, yeah. is to see that day in, 
and day out. A lot more is caught than taught. So here's, here's the question I think we should ask. Do you take your raising of your children mm -hmm. as one of the highest calls in your life? Um, I think sometimes we don't. Mm -mm. I think sometimes we just get wrapped up in our own agenda. And I'm talking about myself. Um, we would like to delegate these type of responsibilities to, to other people, which would be a lot easier. Uh, but we have to remember the primary influence in our children's life will be us. The primary person, uh, and you can, you can see it so much, not to belabor the point, but you can see it so much. And, and you see, especially if people get older and you see how much they are like their parents. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's crazy. crazy. The, their mannerisms, the things that they get frustrated at, their interests, how much it mirrors those of their parents. So, hey, during this quarantine time, take the fact that you have this time with your children as a privilege and an opportunity and, and, and don't let it pass you by. You, the, it is the highest calling in life to, to raise our children. And um, I just, like I said, I think it's just so appropriate. In the beginning, you have the father speaking to the children and at the end, you have the mother and, and that is bookend with all of the wisdom there in between. So what are you doing to invest and mentor in your children? All right, hey, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much, my wonderful, beautiful wife for, for joining us. I love her so much and so glad she's able to join us today. Couple of announcements very quickly. Um, I made a mistake, Pastor and I both made a mistake, uh, we actually had Aaron scheduled to preach mm -hmm. for us tonight. And so he will be speaking. He was already ready. And so he will be speaking for us uh, this Wednesday, which is today. And uh, he'll be speaking for us tonight. So looking forward to that tonight at 7 o'clock. And I feel terrible. So this is what happened. Um, by the way, Billy Walsh is getting married today. Uh, I'm sure he's not watching. I'm sure he's <laughs> preoccupied uh, with, with getting ready and everything that's going on there. So super excited so for excited. Billy and Chelsea yeah. uh, getting married today. I'll be headed out there. I'm going to be taking photos for them. Uh, just I'm super excited to be able to do that. And so I told Aaron, I'm like, hey, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to be, I'm not sure when this gets done. And, and just to be safe, let's go ahead and record the message on Tuesday night. And then we'll set it to, to go on on Wednesday night. So last night he, he started teaching and, um, and so uh, uh, when he was done, he, he was like, hey, your computer went to sleep. And I was like, really? I have it set to not go to sleep. And I checked my computer and my computer shut down in the middle of his preaching and totally erased his entire message. So his, <laughs> I, feel so I felt so terrible. So Aaron's going to be coming to us tonight from his home. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, it, it happens, it happens, it's happened to me and you cannot technology. Uh, yeah, you, it's such a love hate relationship with technology because when it works, you love it. And when it doesn't, you just want to throw it out the window because you're so frustrated. So looking forward to that tonight with Aaron. Hey, big news. We're starting church one, uh, Sunday. How do you feel about that? I am so excited and so ready to go back to church. So I cannot wait for Sunday. Yes. Um, I, I Sundays have been kind of sad around here because I'm, I'm gone most of the day and I don't even get to see her on Sundays. Uh, and she's home taking care of the kids by herself and I'm up at the church most of the day. So it's going to be nice to 
Nice to be able go to go to church together. Yeah, go to church together. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And uh, hey, we put a lot of policies and procedures in place as far as opening up the church is gone. We've talked about that extensively, but uh, I encourage you to get onto the website and check that. Um, Victoria has posted right there. You get on the church website right at the top. There's a there's a um, a link up there where you can click, and she has all of the the policies and procedures we're putting into place as far as opening up the church. And um, so make sure you just read through that and prepared for that before it comes up. And then I'm also going to mention this again. When it comes to uh, things reopening and this coronavirus and everything that's going on, I want to so strongly encourage you to have grace with people that have differing opinions than you do about uh, this whole thing. Uh, There are some people that don't think it's a big deal. There are some people that think it's a very big deal. And listen, there... uh, you need to just have grace with people that disagree with you, okay? And, uh, and, and don't gossip about people at home that, are, that are, have differing opinions than you. Um, I, I really think there's three categories, and I th- think they're all legitimate. I think there's people that don't think it's a big deal, and they have legitimate reasons for that. There's people that think it's a huge deal and are freaking out about it. Um, that is, there's no legitimacy there. You know, they're just living in fear. And then there's people that have legitimate concerns, right? From, from health issues and all of those type of things. And they legitimately, if I were in their position, I would be super careful and sensitive about it as well, right? Because of my health things, right? So I think there's three. Those that don't think it's a big deal, those that are just freaking out for no reason, and then those that have legitimate concerns. And so um, I don't know what category you're in, but uh, you know, we, we just, we understand, but just don't Get down and judgmental about people that just have respect. Yeah, just have respect with people that that disagree with you. All right, and uh, we'll just continue to mention that just because I think it's a really important thing to mention, especially as the body of Christ, and to love and encourage each other and to lift each other up, not to tear each other down. And I just know it will. I know it will be a temptation for us. So, love you guys. Hope you have a wonderful rest of the day, and we will talk to you later. Love you guys. You have been listening to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. We hope this message was a blessing and encouragement to you. If you would like more messages, visit our website at fbcclarklake.org where all of our messages can be downloaded for free. Also, you can subscribe to the Fellowship Baptist Church Sermon Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. All of our messages are available for free. If you want to keep up to date on what's going on at Fellowship, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram where you can see what's happening at Fellowship Baptist Church. If you'd like to visit us, Fellowship Baptist Church is located at 3200 Reed Road, Clark Lake, Michigan. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you back here again next time.